welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 143 in a year three. And we have a few things to talk about. Some interesting, some not so interesting. And we have a whole bunch of comics because we didn't get anything last week. But we have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about this week. And of course, your viewer questions. But uh, what do you want to start off with today, Clay? Do we want to talk about um, James Gunn news, Joker 2, Batgirl? What do you feel um let's let's do Batgirl because I feel like that was kind of the first thing that I heard uh this past week um that I find is kind of interesting in in the sense of like well Batgirl we're talking about Batgirl in the sense of live action of course the movie's yeah. coming out sometime next year we think um there has not been an update on that release date since everything else changed yeah. um but the we assume it's going to be in theaters yeah we assume it's going to be in theaters but the big thing here is that the directors of Batgirl have have came out to say that Batgirl the influence that they had was that this Batgirl is basically based on the Batgirl from Batman the animated series yeah how do you feel about that i mean when you really think about it when it comes to terms of things people might know of Batgirl that is going to be the most influential source. Yeah. Because there's more than likely there have been more people that have watched the Batman the Animated Series than there have been people that have read Batgirl comics, in my opinion. You know? Uh, I could see that. I could yeah. see that, yeah. Because I mean, we I even think... have people in our Discord that only watch the movies and don't read comics. Yeah, and I do think that it is a good thing... Well, this is, I would say it's a good thing because I've heard people say it's a good thing, but now thinking about it, uh, you know, we keep making this comment, um, you know, we keep coming back to it is the fact that like, you know, there was this, uh, this scene in Batman, the animated series where I believe who was it that fell off the roof? It was the Batgirl episode. It was Batgirl. It was Batgirl. And it's James Gordon was in the car. Yeah, 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 it's a very traumatic scene and everything else. And people are like, oh, this makes so much sense. Batman the Animated Series is for kids. And so, you know, them taking the influence of like Burnside, Batgirl, putting yeah. it into a live action film and then taking the influence of Batman the Animated Series, it all makes sense. But when I'm looking at it, I'm like, Batman the Animated Series was pretty fucking dark. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> especially for Batgirl at times, for sure um but you know what I, i'm for it i mean that is one of my favorite versions of batgirl for sure and i think she's a little bit more playful in the animated series yes so maybe that's what they're going for because my favorite run is the gail simone batgirl run like i thought that was amazing yeah but it was pretty dark like you know it dealt with her brother being a murderer uh her her dad finding out that she's Batgirl, all that kind of jazz. It dealt with the death in the family kind of stuff or death of the family. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty fucking dark, but I, I loved every minute of it. And then it, it drastically shifted to the Burnside stuff. And I was just like, Oh no, thank you. I don't <laughs> mind the Burnside outfit. Like, I think it's okay. Um, but it was drastically different and it just, that's where they kind of lost me. Um, and it's also like, again, the stories were different, too. Um, it was just too big of a change, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to see where they're... I mean, it looks great, right? Like, there's, yeah. it seems like so many things are practical effects. And 
I am getting kind of tired of CGI, man. Like, so the more practical shit you can give me, like, I'm all for it. Um, it's funny. I saw there's like this parody account. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's called like La something or El something, and it's a parody account that just kind of like lies about like movie scoops oh, on on Twitter. Yes, yeah, yes. I, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was all like uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson says that. Uh, black adam is the first ever superhero movie without cgi which i thought was fucking hilarious um so like i'm just you know i don't know how you felt about black adam what, what did you what did you feel about it oh man um okay so this is gonna be my first recorded thoughts on okay. the, the matter uh so you heard, you heard it here first um i was kind of excited for this movie for mm. the fact that everybody who had seen the screeners and said everything about its fighting sequences and everything else, like especially with that teaser that we got in fandom, I'm like, yeah. this is gonna be a dark, gritty Mortal Kombat fucking movie. It's gonna be fucking intense. Yeah. And I don't then, know if Mortal Kombat's the best. best oh, well, thing to no, not the modern Mortal Kombat, but yeah, like you okay. know the feeling of the video game. The video yeah, yeah, game yeah. is what I think of, not the movies. Okay. So then Daniel RPK, a very mm. well known scooper on the Twitterverse and social media, he comes out to say, oh. This movie has like some of the best Dragon Ball Z esque fighting I have ever seen before. And I'm mm. like, you need to slow your fucking roll because yeah. that is some high expectations. You put that out there, like, I'm going to hold you accountable for it. Yeah. So he's saying he's seen it. Yeah. He is. Okay. He has seen parts of this film. So I'm, I'm slowly in the back burner getting hyped about this movie because of yeah. that statement alone. And then I see this trailer mm. and there's this line that says, uh, heroes don't kill people. Mm. And then The Rock says, or Black Adam says, well, I do. And yeah. then immediately after that, we see this dude. I'm surprised they didn't have the Wilhelm scream. Just mm. toss him straight into yeah. fucking space. Yeah. This is the most Dwayne The Rock Johnson mm. humor yeah. that I have seen. I I I wanted to turn off the trailer. Yeah. But I was so, like, I have to is, finish it. That is definitely the, um, it is very Dwayne the Rock Johnson humor. Um, but that was the most Marvel thing about that, about that trailer. Um, yeah. And I think I, I, but I came into this movie expecting that. So like when I saw it, I was like, yep, there it is. Like, that's what I was expecting. Um, but I kind of like that the like, you know, superheroes don't kill people, but I do. I thought that was pretty awesome. I was well, like, okay, that was cool. I like that, but then to immediately have that yeah. very silly, very like, ah, like yeah, dude yeah, yeah, literally sure. falling into fucking space. Yeah. Like that was a little over the top. And I was just like, oh no. This, yeah. This is this but, might be trouble. And when I saw that, because it there's no real way to make that look good, right? Like, unless you're throwing them through a building, but they would instantly disintegrate. Like, they would yeah. just splatter. So you can't show that and keep it, you know, PG-13. Um, but how else would a superhero toss somebody, right? Like, they're going to do the arc. It's like a ball. Because, like, yeah. it's just what's going to happen. So it just looks stupid because it looks unnatural. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't... I'm pretty sure that was CGI, but they should have shot somebody out of a cannon. Like, to make well, it yeah. look a little yeah. bit more realistic, you know? Um, but yeah, it, it looks very silly. So I agree with you on that. For the most part, it looked interesting. I I the thought the thing that I thought was funny was when you're hearing that like superheroes don't kill line, there is this 
montage of uh, Adam running through the streets, just knocking all this shit over. I'm like, hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm glad it doesn't say heroes don't cause destruction because holy shit, he was causing a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. I like, uh, and it is. this is, again, a very rock thing. I like how there's going to be like four superheroes fighting one rock. You know what I mean? He's got to be the strongest dude in the movie, which I think is hilarious. Um, but for the most part, like, I I will say that I wasn't, like, super hyped at the end of the trailer. But I didn't hate it either. So that's, at this mo- po- moment in my life, when it comes to superhero shit, I'm like, that's a win. <laughs> just because, like, as <laughs> long as I don't hate it, I'm just like, oh, that's a win. Um, but I think this trailer probably could have been better, to be honest. Yeah, um, I think it could have. And I was also kind of confused on the, like, I died and was resurrected. Is that part of his origin? So they have clearly changed the origin to this. Yeah. Because I don't know if he gets abducted by aliens or whatnot. Did you see him getting, like, freaking infused with something in some sort of machine in the very beginning of the trailer? I don't know what all of that was. I was like, like, where is How does that tie in with Shazam? Like, Exactly. Exactly. And so when, like, he says, oh, my son sacrificed himself so I could be the hero that I am today or whatever he says. Um, That is all new because he was in his origin. He was the son and his father. They were both slaves. And to save his father, uh, he like was going to sacrifice himself. But then he was saved by the uh, sorcerer, the wizard wizard Sajam, and he became the champion. Uh, So this like it's 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 a whole new thing yeah which that's gonna be a big blunder if that is the case and he wasn't brought up by shazam because they reference that in shazam yeah they show him in shazam not like fully but you know they, they show him especially if you see the deleted scenes yeah definitely talk about him and to change the whole origin like i was waiting to the trailer to see like maybe a younger version of the wizard shazam you know what I mean? That's what I was thinking was going to happen also. Yeah, but we didn't see that. Like, because you could have still had, uh, and maybe it's still in there. They just didn't want to give it away, right? Yeah. Um, But it could be when his son dies, and maybe right when they're about to kill him, he's transported, kind of like how Billy Batson uh, was well, transported. In, in my mind, though, I think that other than comic book fans, people are not going to know that Black Adam and Shazam are one and the same. Oh, yeah, probably. So they want to keep the connectivity a secret. And so the general audience watches and they'll be like, oh, my God, it's connected to that other dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's probably what I'm going to say. That's what I hope they're doing. I'm not going to say that's what they're doing. So we'll that see. That is also uh, true. We'll see from there. Uh, before we jump into other news, talking about DCE news, um, we've heard that WB is not going to get rid of Ezra Miller, but bro, every week. Did you see what happened worse. yesterday with the out, like giving the a uh, minor drugs or alcohol or whatever? So I will say this: I looked into it. I I because she's already made statements. Like yeah. yesterday, she already came out to be like, "Oh, my parents are all, they're they're whack. You know, don't trust them. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm my own human being. I can make my own choices. Blah 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 blah." Are they so, a minor? That's all that matters. They're eighteen. Okay. But the story goes that Ezra was like 
26, 25 when mm-hmm. he met her mm-hmm. and she was 14. Oh, so she's like Drake. <laughs> she, she was apparently groomed. Yeah. What I feel like. Very popular uh, thing to do in Hollywood. But again, these allegations were nothing sexual. It was all drug mm-hmm. allegations. But still even illegal. St- still illegal. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So yeah. I, I told so many other people that I was having a conversation with, if the allegations are true, mm-hmm. if there are receipts, if they can look back at text messages, phone calls, whatever, to find out that he was giving a minor these some like like weed substances. whatever but like very strong substances as yeah. a four at, like to a 14 year old they have a case yeah but if the if they are very loose allegations and now yeah. that she is 18 and quote unquote in her right mind she mm-hmm. can do whatever the hell she wants so yeah. there isn't a case so but still it does not look great on yeah. Ezra. But no. you got to think about it like this. If he was doing that when he was 26 year old, if, if anybody's been to my live streams before, I have said that I don't believe people are adults until they're 25. That's just my own personal opinion. Because, dude, when you're 18, like when I think, everybody thinks when they're 18, I'm an adult now. I'm like, no, you're a fucking child still. Now that I know that in my 30s, I'm like, you are a <laughs> fucking child, man. Because you don't really get life experience until one, I think you're out of high school. Because if you go to college and you go for four years, you're still in college for four years. That's until you're 22. So let's just say you don't get a job until you're 22 and you're in college. You need a few years of working at a company to get life experience around real people. Yeah. Because like, I think if you go out of college and you go in, like, that's what I, when I watch a lot of the streamers I watch and they're like young in their 20s and they're millionaires, I'm like, man, y'all don't know shit about the real world. I was like, yeah, and some of them are like, I've never had a real job. And I'm like, I was like, holy (laughs) shit. I was like, I can see why your minds are so jaded in certain parts of the world. Um, Because, man, like, I mean, just think about the people we used to work with. You know what I mean? Like, you learn to deal with people that are not the best people sometimes. And I think that's some life experience. And that's part of being an adult. Um, And you you learn to navigate speaking with difficult people as well. Um, But... Going back to this, like if Ezra Miller is 25, 26 when this is happening, and he's doing this with a 14-year-old, is that the only one? You know what I mean? That's where it gets really dicey, right? Because it only takes one to start the fucking avalanche, right? Look at what happened with Cosby. Look what happened with Chris D'Elia. It only takes one account for everybody to be like, oh, so somebody finally came out and I wasn't the only person that Ezra did this with? And then at what point, again, like, I don't, surprisingly, we, we've heard a lot of bad shit about Ezra, but we haven't heard anything, like, sexual assaulty with him. And I don't know his, I don't know, like, his orientation or whatever he, you know, he could be, what is the one that, like, has no interest in sex, asexual, I think, or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, he could be that, and just, you know, he is what he is. But, so maybe that's why there's no allegations, but... I think the moment one of them drops that's like a sexual assault and they are possibly underage, you just have to cut the cord. And I don't like, and a lot of people are like, well, what about the whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard stuff that just happened? You got to give people due process. There's a lot of shit happening with Ezra. You weren't seeing that with Johnny Depp. You know what I mean? Yes. And like, they even, 
nobody else came out after Amber Heard for Johnny Depp. Like, there's not a paper trail for Johnny Depp. So that's why, like, I think this one is well, separate. There was a lot of people that were like, no, he's not. <laughs> like, yeah. there was so many people yeah. in the defense of Johnny Depp after for that sure. allegation. For sure. And that's the thing, right? But with Ezra, he's being arrested for a lot of these things. Like, you can only take so much bad PR before you need to drop somebody. Yeah. And he's he's not... I don't, does anybody go to the movies because it's Ezra Miller? Okay, so it's really funny that you bring that up because in the article that basically said they're not going to recast, they're not going to CGI, they're not going to deep fake whatever. Yeah. The reason given was, oh, well, because he's not well known, mm -hmm. it's very easy to keep him. Oh, wow. Okay. They, they, they were like, oh, well, it's not like he's Robert Downey Jr., so I think we're okay. <laughs> That's an insult so bad. <laughs> but he's like, I feel like it's easier to drop somebody that's unknown. That's what I would think, right? Yeah. He's not well-known. People will forget about him, whatever. He has a huge headpiece when he's being the Flash. Yeah. So it's not like people will recognize his face immediately, right? Yeah. Exactly. I feel like bigger actors, you could sift through the garbage and shit and be like, we are going to wait this out. We're going to do due process because Johnny Depp being such a big star, we want to make sure that every allegation is true before we make a decision. You know what I mean? But with Ezra yeah. Miller, it's like got stuff with minors going on, breaking into houses, you know, assaulting people. That's a lot of stuff. And it's been happening in like one year. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what's happening with that dude, but I don't think he's a bot. Like, I've seen him in a few movies, and I can 100% tell you he's not the reason why I went to go watch those movies. Like, he's probably like the fourth or fifth. Not, I don't even know. He's not in the top five of me going to watch Justice League. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, definitely not. Um, and he's not even probably in the top two or three when I go watch those Harry Potter movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like the worst part of that. And Johnny Depp was in two of those. So, yeah. you know, I'm picking Johnny Depp over Ezra Miller there. Um, either way, I don't know, man. A lot of people are like, just cancel the Flash at this point. <laughs> and well, it's no, crazy. Like, I, I, I think I, I asked the question here, but like, at what point do WB just be like, oh, we'll cancel the Flash, but still act as though it's canon? So that way we can move on with the rest of our films. Like, make it into a novel at this point. I don't know, man. They've already spent the money, so they have to release it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. not... Well, not only did they spend the money, they spent the money and had to spend extra on delaying it because of marketing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the only thing that's going to save Ezra Miller is if that movie is a banger. Like, yeah. it is just so good, and everybody's like fuck what he's done we want more ezra miller you know what i mean yeah um but oh man i feel like people are gonna probably love that movie because of the batman shit yeah you know so it is what it is um but we'll jump away from that to other possible dce e news is because we know that james gunn is working on stuff in the dceu but we just don't know what we already know peacekeeper 2 is confirmed but there have been rumors about his other show some people are saying a Deathstroke show. Some people are saying maybe like Ratcatcher, which I don't know how that would be appealing. Uh, a lot of people are also saying the biggest one is the Amanda Waller 
show, which would tie in from what happened in Peacemaker. And I'm just all like, I would, that seems like pretty cool show. Uh, And we've heard some of the scoopers kind of throw that out there. And James Gunn, usually when these kind of rumors come out, he squashes them pretty easily. Like, he's just like, that's not true. That's not happening. In this particular instance, people are calling it. They've got gunned. Yeah. When he, when when he shuts them down. Yeah. (laughs) You just got gunned. Yeah. (laughs) So bad, but it's hilarious. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and probably not the best thing to say with the current climate oh no <laughs> for real i, I yeah. understand that but yeah. like he is so quick to be like no like yeah. i don't know like because i think it was actually um they somebody scooped the fact that uh the actress who was Ratcatcher is gonna be yeah. in guardians and nice. he's like it's not very often i'm scooped on but yeah. you know bravo to this team uh, you know, at at this uh, trade or whatever. Yeah. And so he is quick to say yes and quick to say no. So yeah. I, I, I think that with his words being in the fact of like, oh, there's some things that are true and some things aren't. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what that might be. Yeah, because I don't think, I think it's still so early on that they can't confirm it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, because that could be because maybe production hasn't been green, greenlit yet or the scripts aren't done, or they haven't signed on the actors that they want. Like, it could be a whole bunch of things. Um, But I feel like since he hasn't killed the Amanda Waller rumors yet, I feel like there's some truth to it. But, um, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I think that's the most interesting show out of all of them. Because I think Ratcatcher would be silly. Um, I don't know if you... I don't even know if I would care for an Idris Elba-led series for his character. You Mm. know what I mean? Um, Amanda Waller just seems interesting to the point where we we covered this on a podcast previously, where the synopsis of it was she's trying to kill everybody that was involved in Task Force X, so she hires an assassin, which may or may not be Deathstroke. Deathstroke, yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. And then maybe you get some B list heroes that need to try to protect the witnesses. That could be kind of cool. Yeah, you know what I mean. So uh, I would be excited to watch something along those lines. So we'll have to wait and see. But James Gunn currently not confirming nor denying those types of rumors. But uh, another thing that uh, Clay was like, we can kind of talk about this, is uh, you want to talk about the Gotham Knights news? Um, (laughs) So I have been a part of their Discord, um, and I've been keeping up with the game a whole lot. This is the game I'm talking about. Yeah. their official Twitter account, plus some of their actual developers, retweeted this and commented on it. But uh, their actual Twitter account, official Twitter account, uh, made a statement saying, just so you know, the Gotham Knights video game has nothing to do with the yeah. Gotham Knights TV show. Um, and I think it's absolutely hilarious that they had to go ahead and just be like... Yeah, that show looks god-awful. We need yeah. to separate ourselves from it right away. Yeah, I I just don't know how somebody would throw that out there. You know what I mean? Like, why would you name two things that are coming out the same? And maybe you know, that's part of the marketing. They're like, oh, let's just piggyback off the game that's going to be coming out. You know what I mean? I think, honestly, I think that might have been it. Yeah. They saw a whole bunch of hype around this game. And they're like, okay, well, what do we name this TV show? Well, what's the most Batman thing we can do without Batman? Oh, yeah. Gotham Knights. You know? Yeah. 
yeah um yeah that show is gonna be awful man uh it looks so bad but... still haven't seen the trailer like still like yeah just not interested in it whatsoever it, it's it's pretty bad uh anyways before we go on to the biggest news of the week i think uh you said there's some news about uh gotham knights of steel which we will be talking about the latest issue later on in the episode yes it has been announced by uh i don't know if tom taylor did it himself uh but dan mora also helped with that uh with sharing a uh, oh is he drawing it yeah, he's doing oh, at wow. least the covers, I think, again. Mm. Um, he did, uh, there's a picture that he drew of a baby Bruce Wayne mm -hmm. uh, with the giant, like, Bat Knight helmet. Uh, okay. So it's it's pretty cute looking. Uh, but there is going to be a prequel to this Dark Knights of Steel. Mm. Um, I think this is one of, like, there has been maybe one or two hiccups within the story. Like, we yeah. can both agree on that. Yeah. Um, but this overall is a, still a great franchise that can like, or should I say Elseworld, um, mm -hmm. that could probably last a while. Like with what we are seeing here with some teases that we are going to talk about later when we talk about comics yeah. and now this prequel being announced, I know that they did, uh, what was it? Um, deceased and they're still doing deceased and we're kind of like, eh, I don't are know. They? Yeah, Deceased 3 is going to come out. Oh, shit. Like, it's... You know, I was... Who was I watching yesterday? I was watching... I don't know if I was listening to a podcast or whatever, but, like, they were like, dude, I'm zombied out, man. I'm tired of zombies. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, same, same. Although I am interested in seeing The Walking Dead finish, but, yeah, man, we need to, we need to let zombies die for, like, 10 years. You yeah. Know? So... I, I can agree with that. Mm -hmm. Um... And we're kind of tired of that, right? Because yeah. it's a genre that has been overdone. Mm -hmm. The idea of DC going Game of Thrones is really cool. Yeah. And it hasn't been beaten to death yet. Yeah. But I feel like one really bad wrong turn mm -hmm. could just kill the whole thing for us. You know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I would be interested to see what happens in the prequel for sure. I would like to see if it's a little bit more villainous, like the elves. You know what I mean? Like, are we going to get a not so romanticized birth of Bruce? Like, maybe Cal El's dad didn't have a relationship, but he took advantage. You know what I mean? That's a very Games of Thronesy thing. Yeah. Would DC okay that? I don't know. I need to look to see. Let me just look real quick because I do mm -hmm. have these comics in front of me. Uh, now, the Dark Knights of Steel does have a 13 plus on the front of the book. Mm -hmm. uh, but that doesn't guarantee anything that is really the Gr Game of Thrones rating, right? Yeah. The, the MA, TVMA yeah. rating. Uh, so I don't know, man. I don't know. They're, they haven't really shown that they can. Yeah, I kind of, this, this could have been better as a black label book, to be honest. Yes. You know, um, but you know, it is what it is. Um, but I would like, because that's the one thing, the thing that, that Game, of Thrones, Game of Thrones was not afraid to do shit, which I think is what people really enjoyed about it. But at the same time, like, it was those evil, medieval times where like, you know, 
there was no fact checkers back in the day, you know? Like, whatever you said went. Like, oh, witch, witch. And if you had enough people saying witch, oh, and then people like, oh, it's making me do a dance, look. You know, like, everybody's like, oh, my God. And then you just burn people. Like, yeah. that's what was it, going on. This series actually has a title already. It's called Dark Knights of Steel, Tales from the Three Kingdoms. Uh, so here, we're about to learn about the Three Kingdoms in the next issue. Yeah. Or uh, the battle. Tales from the Three Kingdoms comes from the writers Tom Taylor, Jay Kristoff, and C.S. Uh, uh artist Nathan uh, Gooden, and others, and the cover artist being uh, Neil Goog. Uh, the one shot which releases this fall is set in the world of Dark Knights of Steel and tells oh, readers... Oh, so it's a one-shot. Yeah, it tells readers okay. the stories of that shaped the land and the heroes who lived within it. The synopsis provided from DC Reads... The L Kingdom has been ruled with integrity and honesty for generations by the families from the Waynes, the L's. The future of the kingdom lies within the three heirs and the challenges they will face. But what really prepared them, uh, but what will prepare them for their uh, tumultuous future? Uh, One story. Tumultuous, yeah, sorry. Uh, Define Bruce, Zala, and Kel L. Learn the tales. And more from international best-selling writer Tom Taylor, Jay Kristoff, and C.S. the Cat. Uh, the covers look pretty freaking dope. Um, there's one where they're all like babies, and it mm-hmm. looks absolutely hilarious. I'll have to send that to you. Nice. Um, I'll put it in the Discord. Uh, but yeah, I I think that uh, well, actually, hold on. It says New York Times bestseller. Blah blah. Uh, Oh, so it's just telling about the past titles of each writer. So oh. uh, it says it's going to be when does it come out? Seeing uh, Dark Knights of Steel, it comes out this week, and it looks like September sixth. So okay. in four months. So we'll still be in the story when the prequel is happening. Yeah. Okay. We'll be getting near the end. Yeah. Um. Interesting, but they've already announced other spinoffs, right? Or is this the first one? I think this is the first one. Oh, I thought that was going to be other ones. But I'm I'm curious because they're saying three kingdoms when I'm like, you really want to limit it to three? But there isn't three because of a tease that they gave us in this one. There is there is a fourth. Um, and I'll go ahead and say it. You know, we'll talk about it more. Yeah. But they tease Arthur. They tease Aquaman. Oh, yeah. No shit. No shit. No shit. I was like, huh? What are you talking about? Uh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if, I guess if they're going to go, like, dip out to, like, seven, that would be pretty interesting. Um, but let's go ahead and move to the biggest story of the week, and that is the confirmation of Joker 2. Again, I never wanted the first Joker, and it blew me away. I don't want Joker 2, <laughs> but I'm hoping it happens again. You know, I'm hoping I'm wrong again. But I... I just saw the photos. I didn't read into it. A lot of people were like, Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what's happening? So here's the thing, though. Uh, I think it was Drew in Discord. Mm -hmm. He also was like, oh, so Harley's confirmed. Well, the the subtitle to Joker 2 is, uh, I don't know how to pronounce this. Folet uh, Duex. Yeah, it's like French, right? Yes. 
is defined as identical or similar mental disorder affecting two or more individuals, usually the member of a close uh, close family. Mm-hmm. So everybody's like, oh, Harley, this is going to be a love story. This is going to be the adaptation of Mad Love. Mm-hmm. And then a, a fellow co-host of mine uh, said, well, can't that technically mean Bruce Wayne also? Yeah. And we're like, ah, shit, they're going to bring Batman into this. They're like, well, it doesn't necessarily need need to be Batman. It could just be Bruce Wayne. And then Mm -hmm. somebody else said, oh, well, can't that also mean Joker himself? So I actually thought of Joker when I first read that. Um, Because and I was like, oh, don't tell me they're going to do three Jokers. Like, that's what I instantly thought. Well, it's funny that you say that because something that we didn't really cover here because it wasn't really news at all was back when they were doing, uh, I think it was uh, interviews with William Defoe for uh, Lighthouse and for the upcoming uh, No Way Home yeah. uh, for Spider-Man. Uh, he actually said that he would love to be in the franchise of Joker. Mm-hmm. And he pitched this idea of there being like an imposter Joker. Yeah, 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 for sure. I read that. So do you think they would actually go with that pitch? Well, can you do something like that? You know what I mean? Because we've talked about it on this podcast. Like, apparently, if you give out ideas, they can't be used unless, I guess, they buy it from Defoe. Or they just say, hey, you said you're interested. Are you legit interested? Because we'll cast you right now. Yeah. Like, because my thing is, too, is, I I don't know. I, I call kind of bullshit when writers say that you can't say something. Like, if it's word for word, like the exact idea, because some people throw out whole detailed stories. I yeah. think that is a case. But if you're like, oh, it'd be awesome if there was like two Jokers and one was played by, by Defoe. I feel it very easy to be like, well, that was our idea already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't disprove that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I'm always very curious when it happens, when things like that happen. But I don't know. I would love to see William Defoe as a Joker. Like, that would be great. And him opposite of Joaquin Phoenix, I think, would be pretty awesome. I just think a story between an impostor a story of an imposter joker when Arthur has finally found who he is, is a better movie than him falling in love with the Harley Quinn because he kind of already had his little love story in the first movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think an imposter syndrome kind of thing would be a better story. And I, and also I think a better story than Batman. I don't, I don't give a shit about that happening because Technically, unless they're going to make Arthur a lot older or seem a lot older, Bruce would still only be like in his early 20s. Yeah. You know? And this does actually confirm the fact that Joaquin Phoenix is returning because he, uh, there was another picture by Todd Phillips. Mm -hmm. Um, He, because Todd Phillips was the one that shared the the picture of the script. Um, He also shared a picture of Phoenix reading the script. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to allow Phoenix to actually just be a normal, healthy weight this time around. <laughs> um, I don't think he needs to be as scrawny, you know? It like, was fucking wild what he put himself through for that. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I hope he can be a nice healthy weight for this next movie. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, again, I don't care for a Joker 2, but, you know, it is what it is. I, it's because it's very hard to live up to a great opening movie, you know? Um, Deadpool didn't come anywhere close, in my opinion, the second one, compared to the first one. Then I think there's a there's a lot of movies like that. I, I it's very rare that the second movie is better. Only time I will say that in recent memory is I thought Captain America two was better than Captain America one. Yes, Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Winter Soldier is probably still my favorite movie out of all the Marvel stuff. So, um, but yeah, I think it's it's very rare that a sequel is better. And at the bar that the first Joker set, I'm just like, you ain't reaching it, man. I just don't, I don't see it. Yeah. So that's why if it is like Defoe and there's just two amazing performances, like back to back from Joaquin and him, that's the only thing I can see that would just blow me away. But yeah. if you're going to give me the mad love story, I don't want to see another crazy woman love interest. Like that doesn't do anything for me in my opinion. Um, but you know what? We'll wait and see. I've been proven wrong on my thoughts on Joker before, so we'll see what happens. But let's go ahead and dive into viewer questions, which I'm going to say, you guys in Discord, such a letdown. Two weeks in a row, Discord. But luckily, YouTube saved us, and uh, we actually got some viewer questions. Yes, let's go ahead and jump into those. First one is from... Uh, Ivan Jr. He says, love the podcast. Finally caught up on the episodes. The question I have today is, would you guys ever do a visual version of the podcast? I think that would be very cool, even if it's like a small cut uh, of its own on TikTok. Oh, so he's saying like small, like just uh, chunks of the episode? Either, either are we going to have a visual podcast eventually or would we ever just decide to record it visually and then put some stuff on TikTok? Oh, I think that is definitely the long-term goal for sure. Um, but the thing is, is time, man. Like yeah. a lot of people, like it's so easy. Like right now, the process of this, and it might seem easy. A lot of people might be like, well, that just sounds very easy. But at the moment, it's because I've done it so much that I can do it very quickly. And I have like a template that I just throw stuff into. But after this podcast is done, what usually happens is I say, peace out, Clay. And then I go to my Mac and I download the audio clips and I throw them into my editor. And I make the video because the video is just a, a static page that we have with the thumbnail that I make every single time. And I throw that in the editor. I make the YouTube video. And the YouTube video is going to take longer to upload than the audio version. So I export both of those. And I upload them and do all that jazz. And it, it's pretty. It's done pretty quickly. But when you're talking about the idea of then cutting up segments of the show. Like just what we talked about Joker. And making that a video. It's possible. But then I have to go in there and find every little thing that's good. Like oh that was something really cool that we said and throw it on the on the TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah, we would love to do that, but am I somebody that wants to do that? Fuck no. It's be, I got too much. I'm trying to make TikTok content for my YouTube video, not necessarily the podcast as well. It's just too much at this point. Um, but yeah, end goal, I would love to have that. I would love to have segments. like, And that's what every good video podcast does. 
Yeah. And I think eventually we will have the video podcast. We just haven't got around to it. Clay's been moving a lot. I haven't had AC in my house. Like we haven't even had <laughs> a good enough like episodes in the last couple of months that we could be like, all right, you know what? We should actually try this out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely the end goal would be to have a video podcast because I think they're more visually interesting to watch um, instead of just listening to a podcast, in my opinion. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So would love to, but right now, probably not. But in the future, for sure. Let's Next see. question is from the Ponderer. He says, OK, my question is, which side of Batman do you want to see more on the big screen? What I mean is like always see... You always see the brooding side of Batman, but we know Batman cares about saving lives and all. And even Matt Reeves touched on that in The Batman, about giving people hope. So which side of Batman do you want to see more of? So I feel like we've answered this question. Yeah. But in defense of the Ponderer, mm. we know as fans of Batman that he is not this sadistic vigilante that only cares about beating the shit out of people that's yeah. freaking murphy over at white knight that's yeah. not the batman that we all know and love do you ever want to see that story being told in live action or like do you think there could be you know because we will always give things a chance right we always give mm -hmm. books at least two to three issues we give a movie a chance you know just like we did the batman like this i won't say happy batman but this mm -hmm. very hopeful batman i still think is possible and matt reeves yeah. version so what would you what would be more appealing to you i think a well-balanced batman you know with i want to see not necessarily, I don't want to use the word brutality, but I want him to be a badass, you know? I want him to be able to fight a bunch of people at once. Um, but, like, yeah, I don't think anybody's ever hit the, you know, hit Batman, like, square on the nose with the, like, hopefulness of Batman. Like, you know, you don't have the him sitting on the swings with the spade girl, you know, or from the Royal Flush family or whatever yeah. that issue is. You're not going to see something like that. I think Matt Reeves might have tried to do it with the holding out of a hand, but... I think that's kind of a cop-out kind of shit. Like, oh, yeah, let me just hold out my hand and you give me your hand and we're, oh, you're such a savior. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's just, you can do so much better stuff to show that he's a better human than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I want to see the Batman, I don't know. I guess, I guess you could, I like the Batman that's willing to do anything to protect people. You know what I mean? Um, I don't really think we really got that with Reeves. And some people would be like, well, that happened in Rising. I mean, who fucking cares about the third Batman movie in the Nolan trilogy? <laughs> Let's be real. Um, uh, I think it's the worst one out of all three of them, in my opinion. Yes, 100%. You know? Um, and they were like, you know, he gets in the bomb and he flies out to the fucking ocean and some somehow miraculously lives. Could we use your real name, though? Huh? Robin? <laughs> yeah so fucking lame i like how we're gonna go from this like muscular freaking bail to this skinny ass batman beyond kid um uh, with jared leto or jared leto gordon lovett um but yeah i just i think it's the worst one out of the trilogy in my opinion and i don't think they did the sacrificing there really well in my opinion um no. 
because like it it was to end the whole story which i thought was kind of lame but you know i i always go back to the animated series when he kicks the flash and martin martian manhunter out of the you know the tower the watchtower and the very first or was no no not the first it's like the first arc i think okay yeah when they're fighting the thanagarians and he's just like it was been an honor, boys. And they're like, what are you doing? And then, although the Flash could have easily phased out of that. I don't know what he was doing, but all right, whatever. <laughs> um, although they probably have those things built into where somebody couldn't do that. Um, and then he sends him off and he's like, you know, Superman's all like, Bruce, what are you doing? We need help down here. And he's like, I'm drawing the ship to this. We got to drop it right on it. And he's like, well, you'll die. And he's like, it's been an honor, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, Superman ends up fucking saving his life when he's about to sacrifice himself. Like, I can only imagine how that visual would be him like plummeting to earth in this fucking clock tower or this watchtower. It's like, you know, disintegrating because of the, you know, the atmosphere. You can see him just like all orange around everything, like burning up. Maybe his cow starting to like, you know, kind of burn off a little bit. And then like dramatic music, intense, dramatic scenes. And then you just see Superman break through there and save his life. Like, I want to see something like that. That's the comic booky shit that we've been wanting for so yeah. goddamn long. But the yeah. thing is, I what I was about to say right there is like there is leaps and bounds of because I feel like the trajectory of comic booking book, yeah. comic bookiness is comic books, animation, live action. Yeah. Because there is so much you can do within animation mm-hmm. that people feel like, oh, it just doesn't work in live action, which I think is bullshit. I call bullshit um, too. Like, I'm sorry, when you can fucking say that we have now officially a dude with a fucking toilet bowl on his fucking head have his own six freaking episode miniseries on HBO Max. Sorry, eight yeah. episode miniseries on HBO Max. I'm sorry. No, you could do fucking anything. Yeah. When you have the fucking Justice League show up on that miniseries on HBO Max, you could fucking do anything. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, that's yeah. just that's just well, how reality is. And if somebody was all like, if somebody is thinking that exactly like, well, that was the cartoon. There's no way they'd be able to pull that off in live action. Go watch fucking Interstellar. Like, imagine those scenes, but like Matthew McConaughey's Batman. All right, all right, all right. You know what (laughs) I'm fucking trying to get the fucking thing like latched on? Like, you could do some amazing stuff and just change stuff up that's the one thing we never see about batman we never see the but full juice extent. it's not believable ah, i gotta suck a dick to those people <laughs> man like i don't give a shit like and that's what i hate about realistic batman like you just can't pull that kind of shit off like it's sad that vin diesel is doing more batman typey shit in the fast <laughs> and the furious than batman is in his own movies you know what i mean like I could believe Batman driving a car, crashing it, flying across a bridge, and grabbing somebody and saving their life. No, but you know who's done that? Vin fucking Diesel. (laughs) You know who's also fucking driven like a submarine through ice and shit to go save a nuke and stuff from that? Not Batman, Vin fucking Diesel. Vin Diesel has been doing more Batman shit in movies than Batman ever has, and it's sad. Oh, shit. Vin Diesel breaks a garage with his foot. Like, come on. That's more of a Superman thing, but still. Like, it's so hardcore. Oh, Blows my mind, man. Blows my mind. Oh, I think I think that's our first TikTok video if we ever yeah. if we ever put it out. 
Yeah, if somebody wants to cut that and, you know, take it from this and send it to us, that'll send it in the Discord. Oh, um, that's hilarious, man. Yeah, it's it's oh, ridiculous. Man. I mean, if Clay wants to have time, if he has time, he's going to have a kid soon. If you want to make I'll, you know what, I'll, of this and throw it out there. If if I can, I will definitely yeah. do so. So so um, that's, that's the question from the Ponderer. We got another question from uh, Raphael, follower of, I think, both of us on Twitter. Um, yep. He asked... Um, question are the Batman Arkham games the first ones you played about the character I know there are other Batman games prior to the Arkham title no, not at all nope not, not at, all. at all I'm old I'm old you think those are the first games I've ever played no I was playing Batman on the game gear back in oh. the day <laughs> oh shit yeah I was playing I think it was called what was it I always get them mixed up. It's Batman, not forever. It's Batman Returns with Catwoman. Yes. Yes. They had that on fucking Game Gear. Like, you were Batman and Robin in that, if I'm not... No, 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 that was Batman and Robin. Uh, but, like, all the... See, back in my day, kids, when movies came out, they made video games for their movies. So so you're talking about the Sega Game Gear, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I... So yes, that was the big thing. Is I've played Batman and Batman Returns on the mm-hmm. Sega Game Gear, but I also played, and you just referenced it, The Adventures of Batman and Robin on yeah. the Game Gear. Mm-hmm. That was probably my favorite one because that one was in fact two player. You could play it with just one player, or you could have two players play it, and it was a side scroller. Yeah, those games were fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and it was funny because um, I don't know if everybody out there watches like political comedy shows, but John John Oliver did. I think this was a web exclusive, but he was talking about how brands used to make video games for all of their stuff. Like there was a Pepsi Man video game and like a Coca Cola video game, and like I remember the Coca Cola one. I don't remember yeah, the Pepsi one. Brands would go out of their way and make games for their like just branding and shit. I'm like. Yeah, they did used to do that. There, you used to go and order pizza from Pizza Hut, and they would give you demos for games. Yes, like that's how old school things were. They don't do that kind of shit anymore because you just download it from the internet. The internet ruined the cool shit in the world. Okay, <laughs> the internet ruined some cool shit. Um, but no, I think brands should should do more of that. That shit was kind of fun. I mean, even if you want to have it as like a QR code or a download code when you buy a pizza. You know what I mean? They yeah. do all that shit for Mountain Dew and all that stuff. They include QR codes for games or whatever. I think that would be a cool little selling point. Make a stupid video game. Because just think about the memes you, that would come from a poorly done game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even if people are talking shit, like, like oh, I got I to gotta play this game. Like, but, like, also, speaking into the other games that we've played, um, I have also played, I'm looking at them now, um, I never had the chance to play it fully. I played the demo of Rise of uh, Sensu. Um, mm-hmm. Was one that was for, I believe, the PlayStation 2. Um, I played Batman Begins. Was quite possibly the best video game adaptation of a video game. Or video game adaptation of a movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've played the Lego games, which actually goes into a question that is next on YouTube. But the last game that I've played um let's look into uh justice league heroes this was mm-hmm. the uh the competitor to marvel ultimate alliance this game was actually really really fun but because they wanted to rush it and try to compete yeah. with 
Marvel Ultimate Alliance. It did not do well at all, but it had a really fun premise. You could play a majority of the Justice League, um, and then you can change out the suits. You could play Batman, Batman Beyond, freaking all suit like all the different suits from Batman at that time. Yeah, uh, you were able to do all of the Green Lanterns, Green Arrow, Supergirl. Like it was a really really fun game. Yeah. You know, we live in a world now where there are kids that say their favorite Batman game is Fortnite. Stop it. Shut up. up. It's true. It's true. Uh, All right. So we have a last question from Scott Lloyd. What are your guys' opinions on the Lego Batman video game series? And would you want to see Lego Batman 4 or a next-gen remake of the first Lego Batman game since it's the most popular in the franchise and would get a lot of fans hyped? Uh, love to hear your thoughts. Uh, have you played these? You just said this, I believe. So I have played Batman Lego 3, but I never okay. finished it. Now, I will say this. Recently, I think within this year, uh, PlayStation Plus gave the Disney, or not Disney, DC Villains game, which I believe is the largest of all of the Lego DC games Yeah, um, for free to oh, its okay. subscribers um i did uh download that i have it i haven't played it yet but i will say this after playing lego star wars the skywalker saga and how massive that thing is mm-hmm. i want batman to get the same treatment hmm. like that is such a good game like the lego the the star wars one yeah that i want to go back to these lego games yeah i i missed the lego boat so I've never really played a lot of these Lego ones, although I did see the Skywalker game recently. I don't know if you were the one that sent me the TikTok of it, but it was of this guy just slapping this little kid across the yeah. sky. And I was like, that's awesome. Because if you guys don't know, I've mentioned this before, fucking with kids and games is hilarious. All right. I think it's awesome. And I love trying to do shit that games do not let you do. In Assassin's Creed, they wouldn't let you fuck with the kids. You couldn't beat them up. You couldn't do it. Same thing with, like, Fallout and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I found out a way to push the kid in the water, and they drowned. (laughs) Winner! I win! Okay? (laughs) And you lose. Um, But no, like, I I love fucking with shit like that. Um, But Lego Batman, like, I never got to play any of them. Um, And I think it's just, I don't know. You know what? I might have a blast with them, too. But I miss the Kingdom Hearts uh, boat. And some people say, if you did it. so good. It's my favorite franchise. Yeah, I know. But some people say, like, if you didn't start back in the day, you probably won't enjoy it as much. And that's kind of my thing. You know what I mean? I could see that. I could see that. And so that's why I'm just like, because, like, I you can make the same argument for Final Fantasy, right? Like, if you didn't start playing Final Fantasy when it was turn based and you only played the new ones, you probably would hate the old ones. Yeah. So and I'm just like, ah, no, nah, I fell in love with the old ones, so I enjoy both. So that's kind of my biggest fear. And no, I haven't played the Legos games, but, you know, if there was something interesting and crazy with them that you could do, I- I'm down. I like playing silly games. Like, I mean, one of the p- most popular games on my YouTube channel is uh, Gang Beasts. So yeah, and people love true. playing that. So, you know, it's interesting. Uh, PlayStation this month is giving that Nickelodeon Fighters game for free. I downloaded that. Oh, yeah, that. the Brawl. Yeah. And one of their most recent updates, free updates, is uh voice acting so now oh, nice. every character actually talks in the game nice. so i might actually so, yeah. download it yeah I, I i didn't i don't know if i downloaded it but i did add it to my list so i have it but uh yeah 
So there is that. I think that is all. Oh, no, we have one Discord question, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, one is from Charlie. Uh, Charlie asks, what time does Batman Batman? Like, is it six o'clock when the sun goes down? Does he start getting dressed during sunset? Does he work longer in the winter? Like, what? what's what is the right time to Batman? Yeah, um, I think everybody just is like synonymous with the night, right? Like he's yeah. the night and he, you know, he's even said that like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be Batman during the night. And he essentially created the signal to be the Batman during the day. Yeah. Um, but I would say, is he ever not Batmaning? Because like he doesn't sleep a lot. Like he's got you know he's Very been able true. to train to sleep. You know, like two or three hours. He's like inhuman when it comes to sleeping. And when he's Bruce Wayne, that's the mask. So like he's always Batman. You know what I mean? But he just you know. He has multiple different suits, and one of those suits is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And uh, so, I, yeah, I don't know. Because I'm pretty sure we've seen a lot of Batman during the day. You know what I mean? We just don't notice it. Yeah. You know? Tom King literally had Batman on a beach on a like during sunny times with Catwoman. Yes, an exclusion. Now, yeah. I will say that. He, they went away from civilization to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but he's say, winter winter like we've seen him in you, the snow well i was gonna say you get batman during the day when he's with the justice league yeah how yeah. fucking crazy is that because of the way books fucking work they don't really think about this but they're like oh yeah he's with the justice league but he's also at night at gotham so yeah. he never sleeps yeah he's just inhuman dude he's like <laughs> living off five hour energies like pop 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 like you know what i mean um no he's he's the, in that machine that doctor who had the 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 sandman one the, oh shit yeah <laughs> he's dead um which that episode never ended like that was such a weird fucking episode it was it was probably the weirdest episode of that season and the thing is is i thought it was gonna play into a bigger thing like i thought all the following episodes after that were gonna be like he was asleep and that would that was gonna be the big like oh fuck it never happened it never happened I'm still you know what they could do bring Capaldi back for one episode have him wake up and say all of what's her name series oh where fuck Audrey- no. oh no <laughs> you know how many Doctor Who fans would love that granted I love uh, what's her name um, Jody Jody Whitaker Jody, Jody Whitaker. I love Jodie Whittaker, but there are a lot of people in the Who fandom that do not like her. Um, but I think it's just because she was written poorly. I don't think they have an issue with Jodie Whittaker herself or the, her portrayal of the Doctor. I think just it was missing something, and I think we all kind of agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, we're getting a new Doctor soon, so that'll be interesting. Um, but, yeah, I think that is all viewer questions, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to dive into the seven books that we have to review. But a couple of them we're going to kind of just skim through. But there are a lot of talking points on a lot of these. Now, yeah. I didn't read Poison Ivy. I skimmed it. Clay, what were your thoughts on Poison Ivy? I skimmed it as well. Didn't read a whole lot of it. Was reading every other panel or so, just kind of getting the gist of this. Because we were kind of worried the fact that G. Willow Wilson was going to be writing this anyway. Um, So right away, I'm getting Swamp Thing vibes strongly from this. And I think that's on purpose. 
-hmm. because there is in fact a moment here where she does uh poison ivy should i say um is in fact preparing for the day that the bat family and the green guy being swamp thing come after her so she just doesn't know his name no, 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 she she is she references him as the green guy, but oh, she knows okay. she knows who Swamp Thing is. Okay. Um but she she knows that something is messed up with inside of her. Um she for some reason um is no longer tied to Harley Quinn. Um mm-hmm. it looks like they had a breakup, but she like it wasn't a like of course no breakup is ever good, but like it wasn't synonymous. Like this was purely like mine was. Har- <laughs> i think you don't mean any breakups ever easy yes that might yes, be yes. a little bit you know but it, it looks like here she basically was yelling at harley and she's like i want the power i want all this stuff that i had when i was you know this dark evil ivy you know just a couple yeah. months ago um which is very odd because what we find out at the end of this book is that she doesn't have a strong connection to the green anymore mm-hmm which you said before we started recording doesn't make any sense because she was literally made whole again. Yeah. At the end of fear state. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see this. So again, like the really popular thing nowadays is to make swamp thing super gory, super horrific, like almost into like an indie title comic. Yeah. Um, within its genre. And it seems like they're trying to possibly do the same thing with Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can work, but I'm just worried because of the writer. Yeah. Well, how do you that. feel about this? Uh, well, I didn't read it, so I didn't really care too much about it. But just the idea, again, that we're getting a writer that's not paying attention, but paying attention to previous Ivy stories, but referencing previous Ivy stories is kind of annoying in my opinion that's all i can really kind of say about that to be honest um for not reading it it looked interesting though like the drawings and stuff yeah so i will say that um but yeah not really much to say about it is i'm assuming that's going to be an ongoing series or is it a mini series or it is an ongoing series for now yeah 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 ivy series never last so you know, I well, and that's the thing, though, right? You can always you know, be like, issues, they'll, they'll always be like, oh, this is an ongoing. And then when it gets canceled at like its fifth issue, oh, it was always meant to be a five issue yeah. miniseries, you know? Yeah. That's why you need to just say at the start, this is a miniseries. And I think that is more enticing than saying this is an, on- an ongoing. Yeah. Because if you tell me it's an ongoing and I'm just like, oh, man, this could be like 50 issues. Do I really want to get invested? I'm, I'm, more than likely to bail early. Yeah. But if you're like, this is six issues max. I'm like, I could read the whole thing unless it's just God awful. It's the only way I won't read it. See, and the thing is you can do what you could, you can do the Tom King, uh, not Tom King. Sorry. The, uh, Tom Taylor thing mm-hmm. is, Oh yeah, it's six issues, but we're going to continue it later. You know? Yeah. And yeah. that's, it's not always great, but it can work. Mm-hmm. So you get people invested for six issues. You finish the six issues, you're finished, and then give it a little bit of a break. Have that person write, again, the entire extra six issues, and then make the announcement later in that year. Hey, there's going to be another six issues. Cool. Staying invested for small amounts of periods is okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's all I gotta say there. Let's jump over to the next book, which we're gonna cover this pretty early because I think every other book is better than this book. Batman 124. And I told Clay, I was like, dude, Batman 124 was a nothing burger, right? Because nothing really happened. It, you know? It's kind of a disappointing. Like, it's not disappointing because I know it's Joshua Williamson. Mm-hmm. Like, this is very typical of that writer. Yeah. But, like, this is your last issue on the main title, Batman, and you don't want to do anything with it? Yeah. Like... He tried, though. He tried to have his Kevin Smith moment, I think. Oh, you think so? With the Joe Chill stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay, I can see it. Yeah. 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 So, essentially, I'm going to explain this whole book right now. Um, Batman is doing Batman stuff. He gets a notification, or he's told that Abyss is back. And, of course, he's like, I'm Batman. I already know that Abyss is back. So he goes to check out what's going on with Abyss. Abyss is terrorizing people. And lo and behold, who is it? The detective that he was helping earlier. She's taking over the Abyss mantle because she wants to find out who her parents are. Or what happened to her parents. So she's scaring people. Batman helps her find out what's going on. Um, there's a moment where she's all like, she does the Batman thing of like, I'll kill him. And he's like, do it. Do, do what you're gonna do and she's like i'll do it and then of course she doesn't kill him and batman she's like how did you know and he was like because i had a moment where i was like you and we get this flashback of batman after he learned all his training all this stuff he was he stole a cop uniform went into the jail and had an opportunity to kill joe chill and he decided that he wasn't gonna do it um and he thought about it though he thought about going into the thing they show this flashback of him beating the shit out of joe chill and nothing happens and that's when he realized he was like you know it's better for them to be afraid or some shit like that and you know he told the line you know he could have done like oh yeah i brought him almost near death or whatever but you know and then he just goes into some other bullshit and i just don't care and um you know that that oh then she finds out who her parents like where her parents were buried and all this kind of stuff because of the guy she was beating up and that's kind of the whole issue oh and she's like oh if you want to help out these people can help you and it's like batman inc or some bullshit right yeah remember but like also you called it you called Mm -hmm. it from the very beginning of the arc um it seems like because she's like does the offer still stand Mm -hmm. what offer to yeah. you know for me to be a part of this or whatever um so it seems like she's probably going to be a part of batman inc now yeah yeah typical stuff um i'm just not excited about batman man like zadarsky has me so worried uh i don't know if we covered it's, it last week uh he was saying somebody posted in a twitter it might have been you oh yeah i think you were posting that like somebody asked zadarsky a question about catwoman and he was saying that yeah, me yeah, and yeah. Teeny Howard have plans for her. And um, with all these hints of Talia being such a big thing, I don't know what's going to be happening there. I think we did talk about this before. But uh, I'm not I'm not excited for Zadarsky, and we'll find out in two weeks. Uh, oh, actually, we probably have those books already. Um, let me take a look. We have Batcat 12. I almost said fuck all these books <laughs> and read Batcat 12. I haven't read it yet, though. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know if we have the Zadarsky book. Let's um, see here. I'm going to take a quick glance at things. And yeah. as of right now, it should be coming out. I Because we have all the way to the end of June. So I don't see why we wouldn't have it. Unless they're holding off. No, if this was... Uh, yeah, it's still going to be considered monthly until... Uh, oh, ship oh. comes. Wait, is he going to be doing week bi-weekly? I don't know. I don't know. I think it'd be monthly as well. It, I forgot this book was monthly. Yeah. Yeah. So we oh, won't get it be... yeah. until the first week of Ju- uh, July. Oh, man. There is no reason a Batman book should suck if it's monthly. You have plenty of time to write it and stuff. There's yeah. no reason. Um, They should not have Batman writers doing other shit, to be honest. Like, Batman writers should only write Batman, in my opinion. Um. Because, like, look at, I mean, Williamson is what? The new Scott Snyder at the moment? He does everything? And look yeah. at what happened. Like, he just shot all over Batman, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah. Nothing Burger. Not excited about Batman. You want to know one book that I'm surprisingly into? Is Batman Neo Year. Or Batman Beyond Neo Year. I'm yeah. really liking it. Like, I... I can see why you like it. And I, and yeah. that's, not a, that's not saying that I don't like it. Because mm-hmm. this, this issue that uh what is this issue three yes um this is getting into the like oh i always have to be batman yeah like he's learning that like because like he he references oh you had to wear the mask yeah but your mask wasn't batman that was your real face he's realizing what bruce had to do all his life which i really enjoy and i like that he's talking to bruce like, mm-hmm. he's dead, and he's still talking to him. Like, he has nobody, so he's like, I'm just going to talk to you. Like, like it's old times. Like, I really enjoy that aspect of the story. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, we're, the whole concept of this is... I, and I want to know what you thought about the villain that's currently here. This villain that took over Wayne and... Uh, what is it? Wayne and... Wayne Powers. It? Wayne Powers uh, Enterprises. They're throwing this big gala for, you know, the retirement of Barbara Gordon as the police chief. And... Dude, he's a straight-up dick. Like, in front of everybody, does not give a fuck. He literally says, like, hey, I'm going to start financing the police. And Barbara's like, what the fuck? We don't bow to you. And he's like, ah, it doesn't matter. I I see this city as a profit. And I don't yeah, care. And, and, I want and power. He's, she's, like, she's like, you can't buy us. She's like, that would be illegal. I'm not yeah. going to do that. I'm just going to give you money so that way I have complete control. Yeah. And she's like, that's the fucking same thing. He's like, no, 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 listen. I'm going to make this city safe because yeah. that makes me more money. I don't care about the safety of Gotham. Yeah. I just care about making my pockets bigger. Yeah. And he's saying this in front of hundreds of people. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so that was pretty crazy. But we get the character we saw, I think, in issue one that was questioning why she didn't get a promotion over a bunch of other cops. She was like, I'm the one of the best cops. And Barbara Gordon's all like, eh, you know, they all think they're good cops and all that kind of jazz. I think this is kind of a setup for Barbara knows she's a good cop, but she probably has a lot more to learn or whatever. And we kind of see that in, um, in this, where we see Terry playing his, what is his persona? Neil, Neil, Neil Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Neil Gibson. He's playing his persona and he's like, all right, I got to find, cause he was all, I, I see a sea of smiles. He was like the, the person that I'm going to need on the inside is the person that's going to be frowning. 
And he finds this person that was not excited by this idea that powers or this new guy was going to have all the power, right? So he finds this detective. He tries to put on the, like, charm to try to charm her. He's like, hey, how about we go get some, you know, sushi or some shit like that. And he's all like, she's like, no, but I know a good burger spot. So they go to, like, this burger spot and they start chatting. And she's like kind of revealing a lot about her and he's like oh man the more i get to know her the more i want to reveal my identity to her or whatever and he starts asking questions about the mayor and she just socks him right in the face and she is all like i know you're wearing like a you know face whatever you're wearing an identity blocker or some shit like that like who are you yeah. working for blah blah like don't think that i'm some kind of crooked cop that you can buy and he was all like and it's funny because he's talking about he was like I just learned another thing that you were good at, Bruce, that I am not. And, you know, Bruce was able to talk to the ladies, able to get the information that he needed, all that kind of stuff. And Terry doesn't know how to do that. And he gets his ass beat by this girl and everybody's <laughs> kind of like, what happened? And he's like, oh, my bad. Um, but that leads to him finding out, like, more stuff about the mayor, right? And he's like, I'm going to go check out the old Gotham mayoral building or whatever. And when he goes there, he sees this shadowy figure in this room and he uh he's like looking he's like oh it's the mayor and then he hears gotham's voice and he's like oh shit he's like it's gotham's got him he throws a batarang and it's a hologram and then gotham's like everything's a hologram and he's in this room she's like this is your prison this is how you're going to die and then we see the sword of gotham again i don't know if that's his name but that's kind of how they phrase it yeah. And um, we see that freaking guy with the big old sword that he fought, I think, at the end of issue one. I so, think it was at the yeah at the end of issue yeah. one. So uh, we're going to see the next issue is called Die by the Sword of Gotham. Now, I will say when I was reading this, I was actually engaged with every panel. And I was like, oh, this is cool. This is a good story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas some of the other books I've read recently, I was just kind of like, Meh. Like, yeah, I, I can just ahead. skim through this, yeah. Yeah, so I'm engaged with this, and I can say that this is one of the first Batman Beyond stories as a series that I have been engaged in. And I will say, too, the art is good for it. Because some yes. of the previous Batman Beyond art was terrible, especially when they would show his mouth a lot. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, that's kind of ugly. And they would, like, kind of make him kind of muscular. The, the artist on this is doing really well. Yeah. So... I don't know, man. I'm, I'm really enjoying the story. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It gives a nice like origin, but not origin, mm -hmm. because in the sense of like, this is this is a Batman Beyond with no help, like we yeah. said before, and it does bring something new to the table. It is essentially like. <laughs> think of Gen Z, but like brought to like our origins of no internet no yeah. no iphones like like yeah. <laughs> like that's what you're basically doing to terry mcginnis yes you have technology still but you can't trust it yeah because of the living gotham yeah and you're running out of freaking materials and assets like this is going to be like there's gonna come a time when we're reading this this series where he has run out of everything yeah and he is, I, I feel like, I think it would be really, really cool if if there is ever a reason to do it and he puts on an old Batman costume. I think that yeah. would be really cool. That would be pretty awesome. 
Um, especially if he has to get like the old grappling hooks and all that kind of jazz, which I think he does. He use one in this story. I'm not too sure if he used it because he climbs up the elevator. I don't know if that was a grappling hook or not. Um, but yeah, that would be if they were building to that for him putting on an old Batman outfit. That would be pretty fire. Um, but I don't know if it would have the same like armor capabilities that his stuff has currently or whatever. Yeah. So uh, I'm interested to see where it's gonna go for sure. And I gotta say, it is one of the more interesting Batman stories to read at the moment. Yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, let's move on to Dark Crisis because Clay finished this story. I stopped reading it towards the end, so I, I don't hate it. But there was m- one moment where I was like, oh, "Okay, that's enough," and then I just kind of. What was that moment for you? I want you to guess. <laughs> like, so, I'm going to guess that moment was ah shit it's towards Uh, the end is it towards the end yeah yeah it's already after they say who should be leading the justice league because it was something i had never heard of before i i've heard of it but when i saw it i was like what the fuck oh titans academy yeah you've never you No, no, no 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 it was a thing that happens in that somebody oh, that shows up uh that has Chupacabra? a there yeah Chupacabra. i've never heard that as a character ever and i was all like Fuck Man, you, you 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 killed the you only mexican not, you do not take that from us that's cultural appropriation that is ours you don't make Chupacabra a character like that. What the fuck is that? Okay. He looks Wait. like a shitty beast. He's like, He's been a character before, but I need to know when he was created. Hold on. I was just like, are you shitting me? Chupacabra? Like, really? That's his name? So, What's his origin? He better be from Mexico. So let's see here. Uh, Watch him be from like Seattle or some shit. It looks like he is from citizenship mexican yeah he better be yeah can you imagine if he was anything else <laughs> fucking chupacabra i had ne- i did not know he oh, was a DC so character. uh diego perez chupacabra was created by tim sheridan and rafael sandoval first appearing in future state teen titans so it was in the beginning of last year that he was created yeah terrible terrible now that comes from uh the DC database. I want to double check. You don't here. make Chupacabra a hero. Like, oh but he is, he is a kid though. So I could see him like not necessarily being a hero until he goes into Academy, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just feel like that's just, you know, the story of Chupacabra, the way we talk about it, you know, in the South and shit, like I just find it really weird, but I, I, just, I just rolled my eyes so hard because everybody's like Chupacabra. Like, and oh then he god. fucking dies. And then yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There's like, so many. There's so many Mexican comic fans are just reading. They're like, "Holy shit!" There's a Chupacabra character. Yeah. In the- oh wait, never mind. Yep. <laughs> I was just like, "Bro, you don't do that shit to me." Um, but for the most part, like, I didn't have an issue with it. Like, what's happening in the story? You know. Um, I thought, I mean, did you enjoy this? I'll say that first. Let's go from there. I, I did enjoy this. Now, was it anything that I wasn't expecting? No. Like 
there was nothing in here that was like, oh my god. Yeah. Now, with the two seemingly deaths at the end of this book, I'm like, okay, there are stakes in this book. Yeah. But let's see how this ends, you know? Because we do know that there is Dark Crisis tie-ins. There's going to be Elseworld stories. Because we've already made the assumption that the Justice League is not dead. What yeah. happened is that they were transported into like some sort of weird dream state of each of them. And we will see like Dark Crisis Batman, Dark Crisis Superman, where he's going to have a Robin of his own, uh, you know, a.k.a. Superboy and stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting. But again, yeah. we know Williamson can start a book. We know he can't finish it. So let's just wait and see how this how this event ends. I didn't even notice they killed Beast Boy. Yeah. That's how much I stopped caring about the book after Chupacabra. No, but do you notice one very important thing that, of course, people would not know in, unless they were reading other books um, as well? Deathstroke's back. He Did was he, he yeah, he died. He died in that whole Shadow War thing. But he got resurrected by the Lazarus pit. He died? When? Yeah. He we died. Didn't cover that. Yeah, no, we didn't because we were tired of that book. We were tired of that story. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking stupid. He um, died. He he got skewered by fucking Talia and he died. Um, wait, when she just shipped him? Yeah. That's how he died? Yeah. Oh, that's so shit. We did cover that then. And then uh, uh, he uh, he got thrown into the Lazarus pit, and he's been resurrected. That's so lame. Yeah. Um. Anyways, yeah, I didn't really... I will say, I thought it was interesting about John trying to put together a Justice League of his own. And he did exactly what I think any kid would do. He's like, I got to find my Wonder Woman and I got to find my Batman. Yep. He went to the wrong Batman. Oh, 100%. Yeah, totally <laughs> went to the wrong Batman. I'm glad they didn't force that Batman, though. I will appreciate that. I like that that Batman was like, yeah, you don't need me. That Batman did exactly what I would have probably done and said, you got to go get one of the Robins. Like, that's the best thing that Batman could have done. The second yeah. best thing is to take off that fucking suit. So, because he doesn't need to be Batman. Um, but I like that, you know, um, Yana Flor, is that her name? Yeah. Yana. Y uh, Yara. I always say it. Yeah. Yana. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like that she was like, hey, I got a lot of stuff going on here. Like, I got to hold up this name too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool to be Wonder Girl. Um, and yeah, I thought that was all that kind of stuff was pretty awesome. And he gets together the weirdest Justice League team. Like, this reminds me of Justice League, what was it, of America? Or what was happening in Rebirth with that yeah, weird-ass yeah, team? Yeah, Justice League of America, yeah. Yeah. That team was weird. And this kind of gives off the same vibes. I um, love I love how Blue Beetle was like, fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, And Robin being in there, which I like, you know, everybody is kind of like, I don't know, my guy, especially Black Adam. And he is like, um, but I like you're not ready for this role. And you know, you and I both know who should be the leader of the Justice League, which is something I have brought up on this podcast before that he's the only person that should be Batman after Batman's gone. 
Yes. And he's the only person besides, I also think like a, in tandem with a Barbara Gordon should be leading the justice league. Yeah. And that is Nightwing. Thing. Yeah. And uh, so I'm glad that they're going to give him some, and I think seeing that too, like every once in a while, when I see something that I would have probably done in a comic be done. And then of course it's not going to be done in the way I would want to do it. I get kind of like salty about it. I'm like, this could have been so much better. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> But I like that they are going to start using Nightwing a lot more in this book, apparently. Um, but I'm curious on how it's going to happen. Like, who's going to be his Wonder Woman? I I don't know. Like, because it does look like Young Justice is going to have their own uh, mm -hmm. spinoff to this as well. So it can't be that Wonder Girl. It can't be Cassie. Yeah. But like, also one thing I noticed in this. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but Supergirl says I just got back, and Crypto's there. Yeah, I haven't finished Tom King's book. I'm waiting. I was waiting for it all to come out. Is it done? I believe it is done. So then Crypto returns. I don't know because I again, it all depends on what people consider canon. And yeah, but so. it looks if that's the case, she's been gone. So you know. All the people saying that. But this is this one. is a brand new costume for Supergirl, and it does look great. I, I actually really like it. She looks a lot older with it, though. Yeah. I will say that. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. But, yeah, for the most part, it's okay, the story. Um, I, the art looks great. Uh, I will say that. Um, has there ever been a book where the whole book was um, full-page spreads? Our double page spreads? I believe it's been done before. Mm -hmm. um, but I will be completely honest. I think the only reason why it was done before um, and recently in my thinking, I think it was a Brian Michael Bendis book. Mm -hmm. And it was basically like, hey, you need to finish this story quick. And he was mm -hmm. just like, okay, let's just make everything double page spreads, half you know, half the number of detailed pages because it's just going to be slapped on as double page spreads. Yeah. And it ended up being a technical 24 page book, but technically 12 pages. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I thought there was a lot of double page spreads in this. So I was just, already it felt like there was, and I was just like, Oh, interesting. I was like, I wonder if that's been done before either way. Uh, okay. Book, but nothing too crazy. Yeah. Let's move on to Batman Killing Time. Now, I have a feeling the way this is written, you have not been liking it. <laughs> <laughs> I I did not like this issue. <laughs> yeah. Because of the way it was written or what happens in it? I think because of the way it's written. Like, mm. I genuinely think if he was telling a... Because you can't right? do this story linearly. I think you can, though. With the flashbacks to yes. 3,000 years ago? How would you do that? So at the I start of the book every time? So either at the start of the book or at the end of the book. I think that the flashbacks for that long ago mm -hmm. can be the bookends of the book. Like, Because in total, I think for, for this, I think it goes maybe twice into the far far past and you can bookend it yeah well and everything else yeah, you, you I, can I tell literally and my god it just gets so fucking annoying dude like 
<laughs> three That's hours funny. ago, three three hours before this, three hours ahead of this. Uh, well, in the future, well, in in the past, it's just like God damn it, Tom King, yeah. what are you doing? I, I can understand great. that complaint. I can it looks that great. Complaint. Yeah, David Marquez still doing a bang up job with all of this, but <laughs> but I just I it does get really annoying. Yeah. It so just... okay, Co- valid complaint. I will say that um, because there was times when I was just like, okay, all right, got it. So uh, totally valid complaint. Ignore that part. I know it's kind of hard. The story that was told, though, with the characters, what are your thoughts on that? I still feel like, and and I know a lot of people say this and then regret it because then they're like, who asked for this book? Mm-hmm. Um, I want more information on this, the help. Yeah. Because although I was a little ticked off last time about the idea of like, oh, he's super OP He's this mm. brand new character. Of course, he knows everything about Batman, blah, blah, blah. If you're going to make him that way, like, I don't want him to be too much of a mystery anymore because now I got to fucking know, right? Yeah. Like, he he's, he's talking about his old days with Roz and all of this. I'm like, cool. Show me some of that. Yeah, I, but I'll I, that. I don't want it to, like, veer off into this other story while this story needs still needs to be told, you yeah. know? So make it a separate thing. Mm-hmm. If this, if this book does go- good enough, I would say Tom King, that should be another one of your, your books is yeah. the help. Now I don't know if you can name it that because yikes, but you know, yeah. give it a clever title and you're good. Yeah. Um, no, I don't, I think that's a valid point. Um, although I'm not too, like, I I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, I don't mind a little bit of mystery behind the character because I think Tom King is sprinkling in enough about the character that I'm like, oh, he has a long history. And now we also kind of know, and especially his look kind of gives it off that this dude is probably pretty old. Yes. And there's something that's keeping him in tip-top shape, and he's probably not 100% human anymore. Maybe he's done the Lazarus Pit. Maybe he's done a few things like that. Because what we found out in this book is that he was going to be the heir to the demon's head. Yeah. Which I think is pretty interesting. Because we've heard Raish do that before. Deathstroke at one point was going to be the head of the demon. And I thought that was pretty cool. But I kind of like this idea. And especially, it adds a little bit more weight to this idea that this guy is super good at what he does because he was going to be the head of the demon. You know what I mean? Which I think Mm -hmm. is huge. So that means he is a worthy opponent to Batman. And uh, I kind of like that. But I also, I think what I am really enjoying about the story with the help in Batman is, again, it's so early on in Batman you're seeing how Batman would learn how to do things, right? And um, if I'm not mistaken, the tiger stuff at the start of the book is a reference to, I think, one of the episodes in the animated series. I I think there's like a tiger sanctuary that he goes to and he fights a couple tigers or something like that. So I think it's a kind of a reference. But um, unless it was a comic, I don't know. It might have been an animated series, but um, 
I don't know. I kind of enjoy what is happening with with the help and Batman and how he's all like he's kind of being a teacher to Batman in a sense while also being his rival, which I think is pretty cool. Um and like we've we've seen that happen before. Batman has no problem working with the enemy, but at the end of it he knows yeah, I'm gonna beat you after this. Like you're only an ends to the means, you know what I mean? And yeah. he'll stop people from killing. And the interesting thing about the help is we're seeing him also work with Batman in a way that he knows isn't going to upset Batman. Like, he didn't kill the tiger. He put the tiger to sleep, which I thought was interesting. Because Batman would have been like, yo, don't, don't, we don't need to fucking kill these animals. You know what I mean? Like, Batman was trying to save them because he knows they're endangered. Did he put him to sleep? I thought he killed if him. You, if you go back and read it, he like the stuff says that it was like anesthetic that was used on the tigers. It's like it'll wake up in a few hours. And that's what he stabbed him with. So, like, he's not killing a lot of people. And I like how when they go to the diner after the whole scuffle with the Riddler and and the U.S. uh, agency or whatever, that they he knows all of the little things that happened in there. He was like, they were clean. They were, you know, it was cleaned up by professionals. He was like, but if you know what you're looking for, that woman. I, I, I think I know exactly what Tom King is doing. Like, oh, this this woman works for the government, mm-hmm. American, you know, cusses like a sailor. Yeah. Reading that dialogue was annoying as well a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I understood the joke, you know. What joke? I don't get it. Well, just like a lot of people like equate uh, being a quote unquote government dog uh-huh. with like foul mouths being illiterate. Oh, so, yeah, so like. You. She was saying, you know, do this fucking thing for me while I do this fucking thing and you fuck this and definitely like it's just like fuck was like every other word out of her mouth. It's just like it's a little much, but I understand what you're getting at, Tom. Yeah, 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 I get that. I get that. Um, But I the one thing I found interesting is because like we do see that Riddler is meeting with somebody. We find out that the U.S. government is trying to buy this item, which I found very intriguing uh, because, you know. America does a lot of shady shit. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were working with villains here. And so I thought that was pretty interesting. We see that she, I did kind of like the setup though, where the U S agent got there early, paid off the staff, put in their own staff to be like spies. And I was like, that's kind of dope. And then Rid, but Riddler had Catwoman. So Catwoman was like, fuck all y'all bitches and beat them all up, which was kind of funny. Um, But I think the thing that I'm finding really interesting about this book that a lot of people aren't really talking about is the slow build of Penguin. Because in the last story that we saw that had a slow build of Penguin, it ended pretty crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? With yeah. Rosenberg. So I'm interested to see what Tom King is doing with Penguin here. Because the Penguin got royally fucked in the Rosenberg book. And it, it, it played out in the ending. He's been royally fucked in the Tom King book. How is it going to play out in the ending? Because the one thing we know about Penguin, he always comes out on top, usually. He always and gets his If due. it's not yeah. Batman. If it's not fighting Batman, for the most part, he always comes out on top when it comes out to crimes. So we see that he's working with Two-Face here, or he's trying to buy Two-Face's people for a day. And he's like, oh, you're not the only person I'm coming after, or I'm asking for this help. So I'm just Dude. like... He's when he fucking, an army. when he fucking wakes up, I'm like, holy shit, it's Danny DeVito. Like, yeah. dude, it yeah. fucking looked terrifying. It's crazy. Um, 
but yeah, the book ends with that story that I was talking about of the help talking to Batman, where he's saying like, oh yeah, they cleaned up, everybody's kind of lying, but you know, you know how they lie and all this kind of stuff. And I like you, I like at the very end when he says, it's an interesting journey, this. We walk lightly between the sovereigns and the insane of, uh, in the insane, uh, in, uh, uh, and the insane search of what would you call it? And then there's this panel of just the silhouette of Batman. He's like mine, and I was like, okay. I was like, Batman, you don't need to know what it is because Batman's like it's mine, so it doesn't fucking matter to you. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I kind of like that. Tom King knows how to do those little like cool one-liners every once in a while, and. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, I will say this was probably the first time that I did notice the like changing of everything a lot. Cause I think he did it more in this book than in previous books. Yeah. And so I was like, Clay's not going to like this. <laughs> uh, so I was automatically knew that. So that was funny. Um, all right. Killing. All right. Okay. Should we do flashpoint or Knights of Steel day as the fin- finale? Let's do, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of what has the better ending. Uh, you know what? I think the the conversation at the end of Flashpoint Beyond is going to be a little bit bigger. So let's hold that off to the end. And All right. Let's do Knights of Steel. All right. Uh, thoughts on Knights of Steel? I actually had to uh, get this book myself because I it wouldn't load for me in our books. Really? It was being really weird. So I had that to get it for myself. Sucks. Um, I really dug this. It kind of teaches you a little bit about um, the humility of Bruce um, and learning about, you know, these uh, these farmers, the Kents, um, which I think the fact that they were knights that uh, fought behind the Wayne family was really, really cool. I really dig that. Um, And like the fact that the Titans have no idea about like this whole thing with Constantine and Ross. Yeah. Like that, like I thought the way they described it in the last issue was that these Titans were captured and that yeah. they were like in some sort of prison and or under contract with this kingdom. And now it seems like, no, they're all willy nilly. But it does feel like, oh, well, maybe these kingdoms had an eye on them the entire time in a way of, like, quote-unquote, controlling them. Yeah. So, really interested about that. Um, The fact that Beast Boy was like, oh, I don't just turn into a dog. I can turn to anything I see. Oh, and I've seen some fucked up shit. Like, that was awesome when he fucking turns into the dragon. That That was was great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, the whole story was pretty awesome. Um... I did enjoy, like, hold on, I'm trying to think, is, what's, oh yeah, Cyborg's kind of weird in here. How does, does, how does he work? Yeah. So he looks like a knight. He looks like a knight, but when he goes out and fights everybody, there's a blast coming from his arm, and I'm like, yeah, that's technology, which this place clearly doesn't have. Yeah, I don't know. What is your function? I don't get it. I don't I don't understand that either. But um yeah, the whole story, I mean Clay pretty much just did the whole gist of this. Is it all revolves around the Titans and they don't like Bruce obviously because they're like, "Oh, you capture our kind." 
And he was like, I've never killed anybody. He's like, okay, so you just beat the shit out of them and imprison them for the rest of their lives. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is a raven I can get behind, unlike the one in the fucking show that's just like, ugh, ugh, I hate that raven. You know what I mean? Um, I like this edgy, like, raven written like this. That is, it's it's one thing to be, like, a nuisance and annoying, but when you're annoying with facts, then that I'm just like, all right, okay, all right. You have a reason yeah. to be mad. I get it. I get it, punk rock over here. Calm down. Um, but yeah, so I really like that. Um, I like that Bruce is trying to, you know, protect the Kents, but they're like, hey, we've done this before. So that was pretty cool. And um, seeing that Etrigan is part of the demon, which makes a lot of sense. I thought it was kind of cool. And, um, you know, that's when we see freaking, uh, you know, the dragon and the Teen Titans actually start helping and fighting everybody. And I thought that was pretty cool. And he just tells Talia, like, you need to get the fuck out of here, Talia. Like, the kids aren't coming with you. And that's when Grayson's like, all right, you got to come back to the kingdom. Like, the war is going to start. And they're like, what war? And that's when they kind of find out that there is a war that's happening. And Bruce is like, I can't go back. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm a bastard. And then it, I love that the Kents were like, we all knew you were a bastard. Like, it's when did you learn? Like, I was like, damn. Shit. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, he was like, I've only known for a few days. And they're like, oh, that could be rough. And they're like, you're not the only one that we've had. Like, our first ever kid was, you know, half God or whatever. And so I thought that was pretty interesting. That's when we find out it's essentially Arthur. So Aquaman is the other fourth kingdom that Clay had mentioned earlier in the podcast. Yeah. So I thought that's kind of cool. Are we going to see Bruce try to find this person to help, you know, or is he going to go back to try to take over his kingdom? Cause I would think he needs to build an army and yeah. what is happening with the laughing man. Like we, we see him heard. briefly more so as like a nightmare, of course, cause yeah. that's how this whole thing opens up. But you're right. We haven't seen him since. Or the Green Man, I think is what they call him. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen him in, what, two issues already? Yeah. So, like, is he, was he literally just there for the reveal of, like, oh, he's the mix between freaking yeah. Lex and, and Joker and yeah. Green Lantern? Like, that, it just, it's it's very, very odd. Um, but I, I dig this. I think that the, uh, the Bruce Wayne of, you know, royalty getting humbled, you know, kind of beaten down to the civilians of the L land and like learning, okay, well, maybe I do have to build my own army. Yeah. I think that's going to be kind of cool. Um, mm -hmm. I think it is kind of like, it would be really, really fun to see him have like an oceanic adventure to try yeah. to find Arthur and mm -hmm. possibly other uh, Atlanteans. I think that would be kind of cool too. Yeah, I would like to see him be a man of the people, you know what I mean? Which would be yeah. pretty cool, because like apparently his parents were really good people, and they liked them in the kingdom. I, If we jump ahead, obviously we know there's going to be spinoffs, because that's just what Tom Taylor does. Um, do you think this ends with the L's dead? I think that's the only way it ends. It has to end that way, right? Yeah. Because how do you keep how do you keep superhuman people like that in check? Yeah. And who's going to kill them? I think Wonder Woman's going to kill Zara. I think so. I think it's going to be a very emotional, passionate death in the sense of like 
you know, you lied to me. I had to do what I had to do. The, yeah. You know, this whole thing. And I think Wonder Woman will uh, kill her. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm calling this now. I think Bruce cannot come to terms with killing. Uh, oh my God. Fucking what's his uh, face? Kal-El. Yeah. Kal-El. His mom kills him. That's what I'm calling. And she apologizes to Bruce. Like, I'm sorry for what happened to your family. It's your kingdom now. This this I'm is not that. this is not what we had promised, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm calling that. Ooh. If this ends with the L's still I think Zara dies no matter what. I think she's yes. gonna die because she started this whole drama. But if it ends with Superman still alive, then it's just like, oh, he's gonna get out and he's gonna be good later. And it's just a typical fucking story. Like they're gonna re he's gonna repent and he's gonna be better and he's gonna be this man of the future. Like you don't need that anymore because Bruce has the same powers. Yeah. And this is what you run into when you give Bruce Superman powers. You don't need three Superman. And so, like, yeah, I, I think they should both end up dead. But I'm gonna call it the mom kill them. Because she has the powers to kill a Kryptonian. And she, at the moment, she seems like she's trying to still be very like, we gotta do the right thing, all this kind Civil, of jazz. She yeah. doesn't know that her kids are shit. You know, and every once in a while, you need a mom to beat the shit out of a kid. Like it's just gotta happen, <laughs> you know? Because some kids are shits, you know. Did bad parenting, and every once in a while, kaplap. That's what this Cal L needs. He's gonna need at the end of this, but we'll see what happens. That's a joke, everybody. By the way, <laughs> it's not an endorsement to hit your kids. There's a lot of other things to do. Um, but yeah, let's go on to Flashpoint Batman. Um. I feel like Jeff Johns has a, a big hand in this because this story has been solid. I do think that he probably wrote a little bit of a roadmap yeah. for this because of the ending. Yeah, for sure. Um, Go, like, tell me your thoughts on it. So I, I do like this. Um, you know, Thomas is really struggling, I feel like, with the with 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 his whole endeavor you know yeah going into what we know as earth prime um living his life trying to convince his son to stop being batman and then being thrown into his old world again yeah after he has had the chance to possibly have a family he wants that back he 100% wants that back yeah so like going through what he's going through right now i think it's like it's heartbreaking to like get these moments of like oh this is gonna get me a pretty big lead into possibly finding my way back yeah and like one of those leads being psycho pirate and then him going to arkham asylum and then fucking psycho pirate's dead that was a fucking twist i thought it was going to be like a trick i didn't think yeah. it was going to be like i thought psycho pirate possibly like faked his own death yeah that's yeah, what yeah. i thought but they are going with the fact that psycho pirate is dead yeah um well there is a note on the wall that says i don't know if i'm like essentially the real psycho pirate yeah which was interesting but just like he says just like thomas says he gives like a little bit of a background on psycho pirate psycho pirate mm -hmm. is an individual that no matter how many times timelines change or uh earths intertwine he never has a reset of memory yeah Psycho Pirate is just one of these, what I would call the equivalent 
in Marvel being a nexus being mm -hmm. is that there is only one psycho pirate, I believe. Mm -hmm. And he across the multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that's how they explain it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like when this happened and when he says, Oh, I don't believe I'm the real psycho pirate or the real, uh, what's his real, it's uh, like Raynard something uh, or Roger Hayden. Yeah. I was like, okay, don't know what the fuck this means, but we'll keep going. Um, and then we're introduced to this world's Two-Face. Yeah. Um, immediately after. Uh, how'd you feel about that? I did get a little confused when she went from blonde to brunette, or blonde to redhead in a couple panels, but I'm assuming that was Martha? Because of the conversation they were happening, and it was Thomas seeing Martha in the I cell? I think it was. Yeah, because that I, was a little weird. Yeah. Um, but also, she kind of looked like Black Widow. I was like, what's Black Widow doing here? This multiverse <laughs> is getting crazy. Um, but I I like the way Two-Face was made. You know? Like the slamming the face into the glass and then Bruce punching her or whatever. Um, or him breaking the glass and she just cutting her face all on the glass was pretty insane um that's a crazy way to make a two-face although how she did it so perfectly on one side of her face i call bullshit but yeah. you know it is what it is it's comic booky um but i thought that was kind of cool and then of course we see <clears throat> i don't think that was um i don't know why i look at the panel when the girl was gonna get her purse taken and it just reminds me of scooby-doo because of the colors <laughs> um it's daphne. like daphne and we have fucking, well it's the uh, road shaggy Oh yeah, no shit, right? So, uh, so if you, I didn't know this until he started to beat everybody up, and when they were all on the ground, kind of like in agony, yeah, it's the rogues because the person that he's telling to that Thomas is saying, "Hey, go ahead and do it, shoot me." Yeah, that's yeah, that's supposed to be boomerang. Yeah, yeah. See, I noticed him, but I didn't notice the rest of them to be honest. Uh, and then, yeah, right when he's about to shoot him, uh, Superman shows up, and I thought this was pretty crazy. I was just like, oh, shit, because um, he doesn't look as scrawny as he used to. Um, yeah. Probably been in the sun a little bit more, lifting some more weights. And then it cuts to, of course, the way the story has been ending every issue with the little munchkin kid talking to freaking Bruce, uh, saying like, yeah, man, you still have time to change this, but you've done so much that, like, you know, <clears throat> things are going to be different now essentially and um i thought it's pretty the the snow globe an analogy was pretty cool yeah of like you know it's sad that he you know he's constantly in there and he can never get out but then bruce is like well he's always safe though like because he's it safe never in the it, snow globe. It, yeah, yeah. The, the snowmen never melt yeah and i was like damn that's actually a that's a really good question or like a really good like way to think about things um he mentions the blue man so this is what I want to talk about. Okay. Because the exact wording is the big difference between them is there's no one left to come looking for Janie Slater's watch because this this individual, one of the uh, Time Masters, is talking yeah. about the watch and the snow globe. Mm -hmm. And he says, but now that you took the snow globe out of the time vault, you might as well have written your own obituary because Doc because if Dr. Hunter and the others don't get here back to back me up soon, the owner of that snow globe is going to be drawn to it. 
And if he shows up, boy, are you going to be sorry about this whole darn thing? Yeah. They're going to bring Dr. Manhattan. Like It's his snow globe? Yeah. When do they did I miss this? When did when's there a snow globe in Watchmen? So I'm pretty sure it's Dr. Manhattan's. Mm-hmm. Now oh, is I that could in be the movie? It did he get that from his wife? Or am I imagining all of this? I don't, I don't necessarily remember a snow know. globe. Well, he because yeah. he does say you stole that snow globe from Dr. Hunter, but us time masters took it from someone else first to protect the divine con- uh, continuum from the blue face prodigy. Yeah, that's Dr. Manhattan. That's got to be Dr. Manhattan. I swear to God, if it is the darkest night. I'm gonna be pissed. Oh, stop it. Stop it. Yeah, I no. would be so pissed. Um, John's wouldn't. I hope John. John's wouldn't do that. John's wouldn't do that. Was there a snow globe in a clock? What is it called? Doomsday clock. I'll have to go back and check. They still haven't made a fucking hard copy of that. I don't know why. No, they have not. Uh, hard copy. Uh, but why on? So do you think? Mm-hmm. Do you think that this Bruce Wayne is a Bruce Wayne? that has already gone through dark crisis and everything else, but Thomas Wayne still hasn't come back. So everything else is back to quote unquote normal. Mm -hmm. And so Bruce Wayne is basically forcing quote unquote God's hand and being like, I'm getting my father back. I just don't know why he would want his father back. That's what I'm confused about because the way it ended with Tom King, like he was still on that world, but he was a bad guy. And Bruce was like, you're not my father. Like my father died a long time ago. And my father was a good man. Like you're from another timeline. That is bad. Now. I don't know what the fuck Joshua Williamson has done with the character. He was in, he was on this team um, in the, uh, you read it in justice league 75, the, Mm -hmm. the multiversal justice league team. Yeah that basically debriefed the justice league of prime earth and saying, Hey, all this bad shit is happening. Yeah. Well, Batman, uh, or, or, uh, flashpoint Batman was mm. on that team. Okay. And dark side shot him with Omega beams. And that's what brought him back here. Okay. But was he redeeming himself or I basically like okay. he was, he was doing everything for the greater good of the multiverse. And did and Batman know of this? I don't know if Batman knew of it, but he was like Batman uh Flashpoint Batman had like talked about several times about how like he like understands that he was in the wrong and that yeah. he wanted he wanted to approach Bruce on good terms. So he wanted to like help the multiverse and be like, "Hey, look what I did." Yeah. You know. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Um yeah, I don't know. But this story, like any good story, I I want the next book already because I want to see where this is going. And that, I think, has been John's is like, I don't think anybody, I think you would be a hater if you say this, to say that John's doesn't know how to close a book. I think he does. Now, granted, 
our I think our only biggest gripe was with three jokers. I think we I I said this. I don't know if Clay agreed with it. I thought three jokers was almost a perfect book for those la- except for those last, the three last pages. Yeah. 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 We talked about and, that. And that was a fucking solid ass book. Um but yeah, so do you think that Flashpoint Beyond is a way for Johns to correct all the shit that fucked up because he didn't finish Doomsday Clock on time? Because I feel like he had a vision for DC. And they were like, well, you're kind of taking forever and we want to do a bunch of events and stuff, so we're going to rush this and you're going to have to change your shit. And so do you think Flashpoint Beyond is to like, all right, y'all guys fucked up royally? So I'm going to, because like, he even in the first page has the 5G X'd out. He was like, I don't know what the fuck y'all were trying to do, but here's Daddy Jeff Johns to come fucking fix everything for you guys again. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I'm curious if that's what's going to happen. I'm also curious what's going to happen with Johns now that this new dude is coming into WB. Like, I wonder if he's like, yo, you're the comic guy. I'm going to keep you on. Or if he's like, I don't fucking care. Like, you're done. Also, does Discovery now own, like, DC Comics or just, like, the movies? DC Comics. So it owns Do you think there's going to... I'm curious on what's going to happen with comics in the future for DC specifically. Do you think they're going to sell it off? They might. Like, I wouldn't put it past them. Like, we've already seen, and I I shared it in Discord, Mm -hmm. um, AT&T is no longer uh keeping hbo max under their uh services yeah and you had called a long time ago yeah i called that a long time ago i was like just be prepared you you guys are gonna have to pay for it again but they went ahead and said because they knew that they were gonna lose a shit ton of people if they didn't do it but they're like if you've already been in a plan that had hbo max yeah we're gonna keep hbo max on your plan but if you were a new customer expecting to get HBO Max for free, no. Yeah. yeah. So I could I could definitely see them either selling off DC Comics mm-hmm. and then being like, ah, well, we really like these other IPs for the movie rights, so we'll just keep yeah. all of those. Yeah, I just don't see how you sell DC Comics with and have a buyer that doesn't get the rights to all the heroes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would hope, and I know like there's a lot of people in our Discord that are not fans of this. Um, we need a renaissance of how to do this, man. Like, I have I did I drop this book? Oh yeah, I did a video recently for anybody that looks at that subscribed to my YouTube, but you don't watch the videos because you're a little sus about them. I made a video that is called Hentai, or like Hentai's on another level, but it's actually I have I think. I think in parentheses, I have comics versus like manga. And I talk about the discussion in there. Go watch that video. If you guys want to hear my thoughts on American comics versus freaking uh, manga, because the way manga is handling things is insane for just a, like a really crazy recap of that video. Still go watch it. Cause it's a short video. I think it's under 10 minutes. Um, There was minutes and two seconds. Yeah, there you go. There was this video that came out of, this gorgeous looking what i thought was an anime turns out it was a hentai 
And like it was gorgeous. Like it looked so good. And I was like, they're making <laughs> there was, hentai this level. There was a TikTok that was like, hey guys, you need to see this anime. And yeah. they're like showing it and they're like, oh, by the way, it's hentai. And yeah. everybody's like, what? Yeah. Because it looks gorgeous. It the animation on it is just like, why are you spending so goddamn much on exactly. this? Exactly. <laughs> exactly and i talk about in this video i even use how dc promotes their stuff versus how manga promotes their stuff i should say manga slash hentai um because for those people that don't know the spicy stuff is called doujins if i'm not mistaken and doujinshis and um and what happens in that is i was just like look at how the idea how they approach it right like dc is just like Batman on everything is how we make money. And that's what we're going to do. And they don't go out of their way trying to promote it in other ways. Where And, and so you're just like, oh, it's another Batman book. It's another Batman book. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? They're not promoting like, oh, but in this Batman book, there's this character or there's this and that. You know what I mean? You don't see promotions for that. You just see Batman's face everywhere. And we've talked about it on this podcast. Everybody's kind of tired of it. Everybody's kind of tired of Joker. We don't give a shit about more books like this. I saw this trailer for a hentai and I talk about it in this video that usually when it comes to spicy stuff, I'm like, I just want the spicy stuff. I don't give a shit about the stories. Like I don't, I don't care about any of that. I went to check out that book because of that animation. And I'm like, you're telling me that's not real. That <laughs> you spent so much money on that promotion. I just respect you for doing that, that I'm going to check out your product. And they do oh, not yeah. do that for DC. And DC and Marvel need to start doing shit like that because how are you bringing in new people? Like, it's sad that we have to do this podcast and we, uh, we've, I don't know. If, actually, this is a good question to ask the audience. Have we got you to start reading comics because of the way yes. we talk about shows and movies? That's what I want to know. So if you are in this podcast, if you were not reading comics before, but we got you into reading comics, let us know. Because I think that's a problem. If you are relying on your fans to get other fans to start reading your content, you should be the one trying to engage with people to get your product. And I think that's a problem that's coming on with DC. You know, and, and, and I will say this, as somebody who is currently looking at social media jobs recently, mm -hmm. uh, I was like, I need to find something that's remote. Uh, I've been because my wife is also into social media um, and I see how much hard work she does for stuff that isn't anywhere related into the nerd genre. And I'm like, yeah, she works her fucking ass off for like nine hours a day straight. Yeah. And then I look, I'm just scrolling. So on I have DC Comics, the official Twitter account. I have notifications on for them. So that if anything big happens, like, boom, they post about it, I know immediately. Yeah. They post, like, a uh, like a generic two times a day. Yeah. Three times a day. And it's very odd because it's like, you're a huge company. I understand, like, doing 17 posts a day would be annoying as fuck for yeah. whoever's following you. But make your posts meaningful. Don't just be yeah. like, oh, look, content. Like, yeah. actually promote it. Like, give some voice to your actual, like, freaking marketing. 
and make me feel like, oh, I really am proud of the idea of following you or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I will tell you right now that as somebody who has worked with DC and is my partnership with DC has just ended recently. I'll have two more videos that I need to drop, but they have to go through a whole bunch of red tape to get some shit posted. And it kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, so I wouldn't be surprised if their social media team is kind of the same way, but for the most part, it's a lot of bullshit in my opinion. So maybe that's what's happening. I don't know, but their DC social media team has always sucked though. So it's a shame, dude. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. We went on a tangent there, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, but that's pretty much it for this podcast. Uh, Clay, what do you got going on this week, man? So this week, if you guys want to check out Star Wars Alliance, um, go check out our review of the fourth episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I have really been digging that show. Um, go check that out. Um, I believe next Monday on uh the geek first youtube channel uh dc alliance is going to go live and we are going to be talking about um some of the uh stuff that has been coming out from dc of course all of this stuff with uh joker 2 being announced so we'll go into more details on that but if i have to look specifically on what we're going to be talking about um we'll talk about the trailer for black adam we will also talk about uh well, it looks like that is it for now. Joker 2 and Black Adam, same thing that we kind of talked about here. Hopefully some more stuff come out um, before then. Uh, and then on Ranger Alliance, uh, I actually spent quite uh, a long time, well, about an hour-ish, um, talking with my two other co-hosts about the fact that one of the original Rangers um, got arrested for fraud recently. Um, yeah. That was a really hilarious conversation, so go check that out. That one's already out um, really fun time. The episode is called It's Jail Time. Um, so go check it out. Noise, noise. Uh, I highly recommend you guys go check out my YouTube channel. Uh, if you're listening to this on the uh, YouTube channel for Batman News Weekly, just go to the channels page. You'll see my channel there, uh, Juice from the Box, because I have been, there is not everything spicy there, y'all. I, there's topics on certain things, but I have a lot of thought pieces as well that I've been posting recently. There was this big thing that is happening on YouTube right now of a creator that called out a person that's been breaking TOS on YouTube. Like there's a bunch of violations. There's like a lot of like hate speech and all this kind of stuff. And what ended up happening was instead of taking down the person that has legitimate hate speech violations, they took down the messenger, the guy that made the video about the guy. They took him down, striked down his channel and took away demonetization from him. And the other guy is still just able to do whatever he wants. And like everybody in the YouTube community is like, what the fuck? That's and, insane. Um, yeah, it's pretty insane. So go check out that video. It's my latest video. It's my best video I've done in a while, according to views. But I have a bunch of other content out there. Again, go check out the hentai video. It has Batman in the thumbnail if you guys want to check that out. Just hear my thoughts on that as well. Leave a comment. But also leave a comment about what we had asked again if you guys started reading comics because of this podcast. It would be very interesting to know. But that is going to be it for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. News Weekly.